0: Hi, It's Tony Brewski from Real Ghost Stories Online, inviting you to subscribe to our other podcast called The Grave Talks. It's where I sit down and interview individuals who've had extreme paranormal situations happen to them in their lives. Just search The Grave Talks on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Be sure to press subscribe and give us some stars to help spread the word that this show exists. Now, here's a 15-minute preview of The Grave Talks. Today on The Grave Talks, reaching out to the dead. After losing his fiancée to a tragic accident, Brett Wright set out on a personal journey to better understand what happens to us. After we move to the other side, This journey and desire for answers led him to many respected professionals who all had their own accounts of interactions with those who have died, including the story of a young girl who attempted to prove or disprove a common legend about reversing a record. The legend of reversing a record to bring spirits into a home. This attempt quickly turned into a reality involving paralysis, dark forces and other incidents that took over a home and its family members. This incident and many others soon enveloped the life of Brett and his quest to reach out to the dead.
1: I suppose, like a lot of people, I've always had an interest in the paranormal. But um, my interest was probably, like many, more of a, a bump in the night, goosebumps kind of a kind of an interest. Um, but having said that, about ten years ago, my fiance passed away, and uh, like a lot of people who lose someone I mean, you start to question uh, where has that person gone and is that person okay and that kind of got me looking more into the next life um, I, I kind of refer to it more as the spirit world or the next life um, so that, that's what really got me uh, starting to investigate and starting to speak to people And I suppose the more people I started to, to talk to um, people came back with stories of um, incidents that they would experienced um, that they couldn't explain. And, you know, being a, a police officer at the time, I talked to police officers and lawyers and uh, magistrates, doctors, and some of the stories that these people would come back uh, to me with I found it quite fascinating, um, and I, I guess being a, a police officer, you, we're trained um, well to to detect people's how, how truthful people are being. Use different methods like uh, body language and um, and things like that, and yeah, there's a, there's quite a lot of people that I spoke to, or in fact most people I spoke to, you, you you could see that they were believing what they were telling you. It wasn't just a a rehearsed story or something made up. It was something that they were. They were recounting a a, a lived event.
0: For you, was the belief in the paranormal, did it go back prior to the passing of your fiance or or, or did that that kind of spark as it would for for anyone uh, when they lose a loved one? You know, there's a desire there to to wish you could could have more communication, that that could go on in in some way, shape or form. What was your your thoughts on the paranormal prior to that, that uh, that tragic event happening in your life?
1: Yeah, well, Tony, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, um, you know, I suppose anyone who goes through something similar, the first thing that you want to do is, you, know, you you want that person back, of course. It takes a long time to be able to move forward in life. Um, so there's, a, there's a, a big space there, a big time frame there of, of years where you, you want to have some sort of contact. You want to know that, that person is okay and, but before that, before what happened to me, um, yeah, no, I mean, I've always had an interest. I've always had, uh, I guess I've had a belief. I, I like to call myself a, a sceptic who believes, if that makes sense. I um, I do believe, but I don't believe every story that I hear. You know, I, um, I, again, coming from a, an inquisitive background, I, um, I listen to people's stories and I ask questions and I find that a lot of people... Um, well, as I said, you know, people are, are reliving an experience. People are reliving an experience. Um, that leads towards truth, uh, whereas some people, they'll talk to you about things they've seen or they experienced and it's more uh, a bit of a deadpan, just a recounting of a story. Um, and sometimes some of those stories are, are not so believable. But, yeah, no, I've always had an interest only in the, um, in, in the, the paranormal. But, but as I said, it's, for me... Before the accident uh, that took my fiance away, uh, my interest was uh, like most people's interest, I suppose. You know, a bump in the night, a, a scary ghost story kind of an interest. But it's um, it's now developed into something far different to that. It's um, and where do our lifetimes go? Where do people go when, when we leave this world? And yeah, I I um, completely believe that uh, you know that the spirit lives on in a in a, another another realm. And I, I suppose I. I mention that in the book, and I talk about what I believe um, happens to our spirits once we once we pass over to the next life. And um, like I also say in in my book, none of us are, are going to know. None of us have the exact answer because none of us have been there. We can all speculate what we think is going to happen, what we think the answers are, where we think we go. Um, and that's what certainly what I've done. That's what I've written about. As part of this, this, uh, this, but none of us are going to know for sure until it's our time. Sure.
0: When you you did begin to dive into this beyond just an an interest, a general, uh, you know, hey, I've always kind of had an interest about this. This has been sparked here even more, um, you know, through the passing uh, of your fiance what what did you think you were going to be getting into uh at the beginning w- were you expecting uh, a lot of people to be willing to share their stories did you have a preconceived notion of of where this was going to go was a book in mind or was it more of a personal journey uh well
1: tony it was more of a personal journey um now as I'm sure many of your your listeners um, will attest to when someone when, when you lose a, a loved one you, you're looking for answers you're looking for um, clarifications um, I had a, a local minister uh, who would come up to the house and, and speak to me but um, and he was very very good but whenever we started to or I started to delve into the next life and, and things like that, he would always try and change the the topic so i I got the impression fairly quickly that you know talking about you know the spirit world wasn't something that i was going to get any answers to there so um i didn't really go out originally talking to people about about the next life and about where where our loved ones go but funnily enough people would start to talk to me about their experiences i I guess people want to Want to comfort someone when they see that someone is is doing it tough, and he's uh he's struggling, and that brings people forward. That is what happened to me. It brought people forward who wanted to start talking to me about um, experiences that they had had when they had lost a loved one, things they couldn't quite explain. The more people that spoke to me about or, or started to tell me these stories, as time went by, I thought, look, you know, these stories are, are are very interesting. They should be written down somewhere, and um, for people who are going through traumatic uh, time, through, through grief, through bereavement, you know, these, these stories are, are stories that people who are going through those things are going to want to hear because it's, it gives a sense of comfort, it gives a sense of, um, you know, that that person is okay. And again, as I said before, none of us have the answers. None of us, none of us will know exactly until our time comes where we go and what happens. But um, through talking to people and, and, um, and hearing these stories, uh, a sense of, um, well, perhaps calmness isn't the right word, but uh, a, 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 a kind of a sense of happiness or um, acceptance that, that there, there is more going on in this life and the next life than what we than what we understand and when people started to hear that I was starting to document some stories more people would come forward and you know, I, I spoke to a lot of people um, and did a lot of research too not all the stories in the book are, are, are people that I've interviewed but plenty of them are, are more well-known stories from uh, America Australia the United Kingdom uh, New Zealand uh, so the, the book covers a, a whole range of different types of uh, stories, and some well-known, some not so well-known, some never documented before, obviously, people I interviewed. Um, it also touches on the um, you know, near-death experiences, what people um, what people say that they have seen or experienced when they've had a near-death experience, and I deal a little bit into the pros and the cons or the, the, the arguments for near-death experiences and the arguments against near-death experiences, so, I, I, I try to um, investigate a little bit in the book um, mm-hmm. and put forward um, arguments for both sides.
0: Sure. When you sat down with a priest and and wanted to begin this conversation, you got that sense of you weren't going to get a lot of information. Were you getting a sense that he was holding back information that he didn't want to talk about? He didn't believe that there was the world of ghosts and just kind of sticking to the notion of heaven or hell or, or, or what were, what was the feeling you were getting from, from that, uh, that, that priest when you had that conversation?
1: Yeah, the, the, the feeling was very much, um, uh, a, direct, a misdirection basically. So whenever I would try and talk about, um, this, this, Next life experience, where we go, and, and this kind of thing, um, talking about where my fiancé might be, and and, um, and all of all of those issues, the conversation was always directed into basically we don't we don't talk about that, we don't touch on that in those kind of ways. It, it's more of um you know we we follow the Bible, and um and at the end of days we'll all be raised up. This this kind of thing.
0: So after you had the conversation and you kind of ran into the brick wall with uh, with the priest about this topic, where did you feel that you could go to get some answers? Was it just to start talking about people and their experiences? And I should ask, when you were in law enforcement as a police officer, uh, let, let's maybe enter into that road a little bit. Were there any moments in, in your own career where you had some run-ins with either things yourself or from individuals? where their story did not necessarily involve other human beings
1: well so to answer the first question tony um i never to start off with i never went uh speaking answers or seeking to speak to people about their experiences um again people just approached me and started talking to me um and the more people that spoke to me the the more i thought started to think you know what well, there's um i know that there's something in this but there's there's probably a lot more in this than I, I originally thought there was, and that's, that's when I started to, um, to speak to more people and say, look, this when I put it out there amongst, um, originally it was um, friends, uh, different people in the police and, and things like that, to say, look, I'm, I'm starting to document some stories that I've, I've been told, and if anyone knows of anyone else who's got, had encounters, um, you know, feel free to tell me. Um, and that's when more people started to come forward and, and tell me their encounters. Um, and it was very interesting because, you know, you, you, you come across people, of course, who say that they see ghosts everywhere, and I'm not disputing what people say that they see. Um, but I found more interesting the people that would come forward in, uh, with the story of, look, I saw this one thing or I had this one thing happen, and I've never had anything before, and I've never had anything since. That this thing that happened, I've got no explanation for it. And and I found those stories very interesting, Tony, because these were people who um, weren't saying they see spirits everywhere, this sort of thing. They they were saying they did have an experience, um, but it was only the one experience, if if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, as for... Being in the job, uh, being in the police uh, experiences that I had there, I, I had a, a couple of experiences that I can talk about. Um, probably the, the strangest one uh, was so, in a, in a police station I worked in at one stage of my career, um, we had a, 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 a kind of a basement area, uh, no windows or anything like that. It was on a level where um, not many people went down to it because there, there, there wasn't a lot of reason for people to go down to this level. And we had a big room in there it was where we had a lot of um, um, exhibits from murder victims. So this room was basically, uh, again, evidence, um, physical evidence and, uh, and filed evidence of, of unsolved murders. So a young officer had been asked to go downstairs and, and file some of the photos away. Um, there's quite a lot of photos and they were quite gruesome photos of a a young lady who had been murdered. Um, Now, I decided that I would go down and do that for the officer because he was only a young fella in the job and I thought, he he doesn't need to see that. He'll he'll see plenty of that later on. So I decided I'd go down there. So I went down to this, uh, the exhibit room is what we called it. Now, this room, it's a completely sealed room. I shut the door when I went in there and um, there's no wind can get in there, no breeze. It's As I say, it's a completely sealed room. As I was going through these folders and taking these photos out, um, I was trying not to look at the photos because, again, they're not very nice. They're quite disturbing.
0: I hope you enjoyed your 15-minute preview of our new podcast, The Grave Talks. Be sure to subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download podcasts to not miss any episode of the show. New episodes every single Monday. Just search for The Grave Talks and then press subscribe. Give us a review while you're at it and some stars that will help us grow in the rankings and let other folks know that the show exists to make an even better show for you. The
2: Grave Talks. Check it out at thegravetalks.com. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money.